2: Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Hickey and McBridge join me. We're going to talk some IndyCar news and discuss kind of what's going on. I know Hickey has his non-racing racing question first, so I'll turn it over to him and we'll kick this show off.
3: Yeah, we're going to keep it simple today. I just want you guys to tell me the most overrated movie you've ever seen. Oh. or We haven't done that one before, have we?
2: No, I don't think so. Okay.
0: Most overrated movie.
2: Why is this diffi- like oh, I, think I'm
0: so- Uh-oh. I got two
3: if you want me to start. Yeah, yeah you, you start. Yeah.
0: Well, I think okay. Anchorman
3: is one of the most unfunny movies I've ever seen. Get out. You're fired.
0: Out! No! It is the best quotable movie ever!
3: It is a quotable movie, but I don't think it's funny.
0: You're... Struck.
3: Uh. We will be accepting applications only people that comply are people named Jake Neely. So please go ahead and submit your applications to host Mike on Twitter. The second most overrated movie. Well, I've, I just got fired, Mike. So uh, <laughs> the second most overrated movie is Fight Club. Mm.
2: All right.
3: I just don't like. I hate them. I hate the movie. Like it has like it was well done and it's visually you know very good and and whatnot. But I just don't like the movies where. You spend two hours going through it, and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, that character that was with you that whole time, they weren't actually there. They were just in your head. It's like, what what, what are we doing here?
0: Isn't that also how the sixth sense went?
3: I actually never saw that yet.
0: Oh, my bad. Never mind. Forget I said that.
3: No spoiler alerts. I don't know any of the lines <laughs> no from that No spoiler
0: movie. alert. <laughs> um, Post, where are you at? All
3: right, well, yeah, he's Googling.
0: He is yeah, Googling. Uh, yeah. I see that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean it's not trivia so <laughs> relax but
0: it has to be something that you feel is is overrated not i know like I'm what try- google told you
2: listen it life is a little chaotic right now i can't remember what i've seen and what i haven't seen at this point
3: well hang on let me just roll through the top 10 on the IMDb 250 and i just want you guys to give me like a thumbs up or thumbs down okay, Shawshank redemption do thumbs, thumbs up. up godfather
0: i've never seen it
3: Oh, okay. Well,
2: I've never, I've wait, never seen. Wait, what? It either.
0: Oh,
3: <laughs> my soul! Come on, host. You were like thirty when that movie came out.
2: I, yeah, still haven't seen it. <laughs> 1972. In
3: case you were curious, uh, Godfather Part Two, which I'm going to go ahead and if You did see the first one, you see the second one. The Dark Knight.
2: Oh, thumbs up. I
0: think that's a thumbs up. Wait, are these Angry the Men? top Wait, are these the top 10 overrated or are these the top 10 l- movies ever?
3: The most rated by okay. fans. Okay, most rated.
0: Sorry. I, I didn't understand the
3: 12 Angry Men, which was also from host's childhood. Never seen. You ever see 12 it. Angry Men? Holy lord.
0: Is that a jury? Is that a yeah, it's
3: where the it's the one jury, the one juror who thinks the guy's innocent convinces the other eleven jurors, and then they all swing. I their think decision. maybe I
0: have seen that, but obviously not enough for it to rate.
3: <laughs> well, you were required to watch that one in school. Schindler's List. Thumbs up. Yep, it was very well done. A little slow in some parts, but it was a long movie. Yeah, um, it was a long movie. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, which I believe is the last one. Correct. Never seen it.
0: I've only seen the first
3: one. Uh, I also think the trilogy is pretty overrated, if you ask me. I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. Pulp Fiction, uh, that was overrated.
0: Uh, That's not a favorite.
2: It's not
3: even like my top five Tarantino movie.
2: I wouldn't say it's a top five movie, but I liked it. Kill
0: Bill's were way better.
2: Good, Bad, and the Ugly, never saw it.
3: Nope.
0: Nope.
3: And then The Fellowship of the Ring, which is one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And then there you go, slap in the face. My club's 11th. So that's really nice.
2: I'm not surprised.
0: Anything by Jim Carrey is overrated.
2: I knew you were going to say that.
3: (laughs) Hang on. Hang on a second. We got Ace Ventura. One and two are very good. Horrid. Very funny.
0: But no. Grinch. No. I hate that one. Bruce Almighty. No.
3: Shannon's fire, too. The Mask. I said, "Mask is a very the good movie. worst.
0: It's the worst." Oh,
3: Jim Cameron, Carrie Diaz. So
0: it's are the Pet Detective amazing. ones. No, no, Big X. No.
3: We'll see the series of unfortunate events. No, that movie was terrible. But
2: <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen that.
0: I thought that was on Netflix, and I thought that was um, Neil Patrick Harris.
2: I think he was the
3: original. There was like a motion picture movie motion in which she was the original. Shit.
0: Oh, He's
2: talking like gosh. me, like I'm 80.
0: Oh, my gosh. Let's count how many times host says really old words today.
2: Yeah, he was in the movie that was
3: released in 2004.
0: Yeah, no, I do not know that movie.
3: Anyways, what do we got going on today?
0: Hey, what's up? Are let's, we talk racing?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Hickey, what do you want to start with?
3: Well, let's start with the one that came out today with Juan Montoya coming back to the Indianapolis 500 with McLaren. I did not read the article. Is there anything about him doing more than just Indy or at this point is it just Indy and maybe the it's Grand Prix? The road
0: course and the the road course and the 500.
3: Okay. So is he going to do better, worse, or the same roughly as last year?
2: He finished 7th last year or 8th? Top 10. Yeah,
3: so the the Grand Prix he did nothing. And then yeah. the actual the Indy 500 he did very consistently well and I think it was a top 10.
2: I don't even I, I mean, I don't think the Grand Prix for him is like he cares where he finishes more, just kind of getting acclimated to the car again. So that one's just kind of a I don't want to say throw away, but throw away. I think he's definitely capable of finishing in the top 10 ag- again. I don't remember exactly where he finished, but that team's only getting stronger, as I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. So there's no reason to think unless bad luck hits him or or something crazy happens that he'll fall off he's still obviously incredibly talented
0: yay another entry (laughs) (laughs) i'm and neither here nor there for him it doesn't matter to me i'm not quite pleased that they put him in the six and not the 66 like they did last year but um that's a whole other topic probably
3: wasn't the 86
0: i think it was a 66
3: i thought it was 86 Let's see what the old Wikipedia has. Because spelled his I'm name sick. wrong. It's Montoya. I thought it was Montoya. It was the '86 last year. Really? I think the '66. Yeah, I think Alonso did, oh, yeah, did
0: the Oh, you're right. That's what I was thinking of. Yep.
3: I don't know. Do we know? I'm sure there's a historical context behind the '86, but still didn't look good on a car.
2: Yeah, there there was. I don't remember what it was, but. Hickey, any thoughts, or should we talk about the uh, the number he was given?
3: Yeah, I, I like Montoya. I think he's uh, one of the most talented drivers I've ever seen, and he doesn't have, I don't know how many 500s he's got left in him, so it's always good to get him back in. So hope he can make the field, and it would be cool to see him win his third, although I wouldn't put his chances above 4% at this point.
2: All right, so I'll ask the question. He's given number six, which, thanks to, Expert Googling from somebody today who found the old article where Arrow, McLaren, Schmidt-Peterson said that number six would be held for Robert Wickens, and that's why they ran Fred with the 66 that year. Obviously, we don't know if and when Robbie will be back, but and I know we know Shannon's opinion, but we'll start with Hickey on this one. What are your thoughts on him being given number six?
3: I guess I don't know enough about it. And or if they did talk to Wiccans, what Wiccans might have said, I guess that would be the only thing for me is just making sure they had a conversation with Robbie about it and not just kind of going behind his back and being snakes about it. But I don't know enough about what did or didn't transpire for that one.
2: So let's pretend. I actually, I think I said that to Shannon earlier. Is it if Wiccans gave it the okay? All right, cool. But if he didn't give the, like, let's just pretend for discussion's sake that they didn't ask him.
0: Do you think that they wouldn't ask him? I mean, I I don't know. I would hope that they did ask him because he's still um, on the team as a, not a consultant. Is he a driver coach? What is his, what is his role?
2: That's a great question.
0: I don't know what his official role is. I think he was a driver coach, but I could be very wrong.
3: If we're being honest, McLaren doesn't have the best history of late of making the best decisions in the PR field. So I really hope they did because this would not look great for them.
0: I feel like I would have been – Okay, let's say even if if Wickens didn't sign off on it, if they would have done something like, you know, we we know – we're going to hold this car for him, but we're, we've decided we're going to run it and give some lame ass excuse why or, you know, as a tribute to him or whatever you want to do. But they literally didn't say anything about it. And was just like, Montoya, car six. It's like, uh, I mean, you said you were going to hold it
3: yeah and i guess it's been a it's been quite i mean we get some wickens updates with working out and exercises and how his progress is coming but i don't think we've had a kind of a here's where he is now here's x y and z what needs to happen before he can get back into the car so i wonder if the, do, do we have the full picture too of you know has something been decided behind the scenes as far as you know the prognosis of his racing career in the future like that's kind of where i am just go back i just we just don't have enough or I don't have enough info to really know what's going on or make a judgment per se.
2: That's fair.
0: Uh, that's fair. I just don't like the way they went about it. All
2: right. So let's let's go another let's let's start with the T V times. So all the, the the 17 races were announced on the T V times. Most races are in the earlier time window this year, which is really cool. There's a few things that stood out to me. I don't know about you guys, but any concerns with the schedule and uh, not schedule release TV release.
3: I'm really curious to see what it's going to be like, um, you know, like an Iowa race at 4. PM central versus an Iowa race at 8. PM central. Cause I think night races are cool. The cars look better. It's cool. Like physically cooler for the fans with temperatures. But I think what we kind of gets lost in that is the TV numbers. And if that's optimal TV, window for racing. Um, you know, I, if the times getting moved up, helps the, the ratings, then I guess I don't really care, but um, it would be nice to have a night race or two, but it is what it is. I'm not going to lose sleep over it.
0: It would be nice to have one of those Iowa races at night, two Iowa races in the dead of July in Iowa is going to be blazing hot. So just also as like a competition standpoint those races are run very differently at night than they are during the day and so it would have been nice to have two separate kind of races maybe race outcomes but yeah I'm with you uh, I just want people to watch the races so whatever the TV times bring um, I'm here I'm here for
3: maybe there'll be another tornado. <laughs> oh, oh
0: God.
2: I mean, every time you did travel with me in 2019, there was severe weather, so lightning delays, tornado delays. I'm expecting that that to happen again this year. And I also really hope Iowa isn't like 112 degrees because, I mean, that was just unbearable to be outside. Yeah, I think the only...
0: Is it even... Was it more unbearable than being outside at Nashville?
2: It wasn't even close. (laughs) Iowa was way worse. Really? I was in Iowa in
0: 2019.
2: Yeah,
3: I'd like to think like of myself as kind of not like a, a wimp in the weather area. And I thought it was brutal. I
2: don't know. Maybe because it was so humid. I mean, we were
3: sitting in we were sitting in Karen's pits and we were sweating through both of our shirts, like our yeah. undershirt and our PLP shirts and like 11
0: a.m. I mean, in fairness, the pits are way hotter than any place else ever in the tracks. So that's probably fair.
2: <laughs> I just remember walking out of the media center and like it it was like you were getting punched in the gut as soon as you walked outside. <laughs> Like it wasn't like Nashville was it was it was rough, but I don't know if it was because there was a storm incoming or whatever, but it was really, really painful to deal with. But yeah, I that I would like a nice night race at Iowa, but the night races last year TV wise did not do well. So if they're capitalizing on TV. All right. I'm I'm here for it.
0: Well, it's also hard. I mean, honestly, Saturday nights in the summer. Not many people are staying home to watch night races, and half the time the sun's not even gone down yet. You know, wherever you might be, people are out doing things. It's hard to get people to watch night races, but I think that Sunday afternoon races are the way to go because it's a lazy day. People stay home.
2: Oh, sorry, Iowa. Oh, Iowa didn't run last year. I meant two years, a couple years ago, not last year. Sorry, I I get confused I didn't on. Win.
3: I don't want to like call yeah. you
2: out. Yeah, no, it's it's, fi- did, it's it's cool. Yeah. For those wondering, I got I a text to... message from Matt that said Iowa didn't run last year. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. I wasn't trying it's, to be a d- I... about
3: it. Yeah,
2: no, I appreciate that. It's it's cool. All right. What are we oh uh, get Ga- Gavin Ward switches from Joseph Newgarden's car to kind of a lead engineer at Arrow McLaren. So, I guess there's kind of two perspectives here. There's the how much of a loss is this for Newgarden and Penske, and how much of a gain is this for McLaren?
0: I think it's a huge gain for McLaren, but it's probably a huge loss for Penske. <laughs> um, but I think isn't Gavin going? Isn't the role he's taking at McLaren a bigger role than what he had at Penske? So good for him. Good for him. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm sure a pay raise probably came with that too. So, yeah, I mean, it's not like he's going from, you know, Joseph Newgarden's pit to, like, the head of Carlin or whatever. You know, I think it's definitely a a step up for him as far as the role and the size of the team at McLaren and how well they do things. I think Shane and I talked about that earlier in the week, uh, just how well they are structured at the track and how well they are operated. So it's good for him. I'm curious to see what happens with the number two car on the, the pit wall. And I think this might be like the first thing that's kind of gone wrong infrastructurally for Joseph Newgarden in a couple of years. Cause you know, as soon as he got to the team, he had Cindric, he had great engineers pretty much the whole time. And I'm sure the next guy coming up will be great. Just never know. I could really rock the boat or it could be business as normal once February comes around.
0: Did we see who that was? I, I feel like we did. I feel like that just came out a couple hours ago and I can't remember the guy's name.
2: Give me a minute, I got it.
0: Uh, is it Kyle or something?
2: They remember. hired somebody from Pratt & Miller.
0: Yeah, I knew that.
2: And he was there for a long time. I agree
0: with you, Hickey, though. It feels like it, this is one of the first times that Penske has had kind of a, I don't want to say an uproar, but you know they're not going to run the fourth car. Pagino's gone now they lost Gavin Ward it's like i know they've lost some crew members that have gone other places like you know it just feels like that hasn't happened to them in a while so it might be really interesting to see if that's good or bad i don't i don't have an opinion one way or the other on what it is but it'll be interesting to watch
2: yeah i agree and the new uh an engineer for New Garden is Eric there's no chance I get this last name right.
3: <laughs> I was just laughing. I'm like, I can't, I just saw his last name. No. Nope. I was like, there's nope.
2: no chance. Hickey, what's your best what's your best guess on this one?
0: Send it to me so I can guess.
3: Is it l- like
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: L e i c h t l e Leichtle. L-i-t-l? Sorry if I got Probably. that horribly wrong. Eric Eric L-i-t-l? I bet Georgia Texas right after this comes out and he'll give us the phonetic spelling on it. <laughs>
2: Thanks, George. Yeah, which and is the a, other... which, Yeah, that's
3: appreciated. By the way, that was not me. Me being a smartass. That would be appreciated, actually.
2: And so Ben Bretzman is <laughs> Ben Bretzman is switching over to Scotty Mack's car. Will Powers' car is unchanged. There is, you know, in the ever engineering shuffle, Penske has more changes than usual this year on multiple cars.
0: Does it feel like there's more engineering changes across the board in all of IndyCar this year than it normally is?
2: almost every team
0: like engineering wise, usually those guys stick around and it's pit crews and stuff that move around, but this feels like a whole lot of movement this year. Ray
2: Hall, Andretti.
1: Hey, have you ever used cheapo air for years? And I really like it with cheapo air. You can book online, use their app or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their club miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points
0: sounds like it's time i tried cheapo air
1: call cheapo air at 855-247-3279 or visit cheapoair.com podcast
2: get ready race fans because the ultimate nascar experience is about to hit the airwaves welcome to pit Pass nascar the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of nascar racing join us each week as we bring you closer to the nascar action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So, whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform, or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. I'm launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pickpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.
0: Chip Ganassi moved his. Scott Dixon's engineer over.
2: Yes, Dixon's engineer. Ray Hall, like I mentioned, Andretti, Penske. I would imagine kind of by default. Yunkos has additional engineers versus last year. And McLaren. McLaren. Probably Foyt with Kirkwood coming in. I'm sure they have some... Oh, I'm positive they did because one of their main engineers went to one of the IMSA teams. I forget which one to be... Dale
0: Coin because they lost Grosjean's.
2: Yep, Dale Coyne. They promote. I know they promoted somebody into Olivier Boisson's spot that was already at Coin, but they had to hire somebody to replace that as well. But go ahead, Icky.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. So we just said that... Gavin Ward went to McLaren. So Newgarden needed a new engineer. Power didn't change. Uh, pagano has gone. And then Bretzman went to Scotty Max. So then who, what happened to Scotty Max engineer? Did they get like demoted or something? Or
2: IMSA for the Porsche program. That's.
3: Uh, uh, is that a demotion then?
2: <laughs> no, that's going to pay so. good.
3: You like- well, I didn't mean like salary wise, just prestige and whatnot, but.
2: I don't know. It'd be pretty
3: cool to work for Porsche.
0: Yeah, but that travel schedule
3: is kind of hard. Uh, let's see. Well, Long Beach, Long Beach's city council has approved the race to run through twenty twenty eight. Yes. so hey, we can continue to talk about all the fun experiences David Lighting had there once. <laughs> <laughs> We're we'll about add to add to it. Are you guys? Yeah. How many races are you guys going to? By the way, why don't you give a what's just, what's your uh, What's the PLP silly season look like for for everybody? I'm at three races right now. What about
0: you guys? We just talked about it, and it looks like we're gonna attempt almost every race except for Texas and maybe Portland.
2: And even then, I might see if I can. I, I think I can. I might do Texas on like just do a solo. It's that one's tough because flights are a little rough that weekend and. Yeah, it's just it's a lot, but I I think that Portland is definitely one I'm gonna I'm gonna take that weekend off this year, but
0: because we'll be in Laguna Seca the following weekend. Actually, I propose all of PLP go to Laguna Seca because it's my birthday. Are you paying for me? Uh, PLP can pay for you.
2: <laughs> oh sweet! Well, I'll submit my receipts. <laughs> oh wait, 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 ma'am, ma'am.
0: <laughs> Memberships.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah okay, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah i i I usually take one or let one or, in 2019 I took three off, and two of those were for weddings. This year, I'd like to take two off, and that might go down to one because I know when it gets closer, I'll be like, oh, I can't sit still and I have nothing to do and I should go. so up uh, Texas is likely, but I mean for the most part, we should be at everything.
3: Yeah, I'll be at Road America, Indianapolis, and both IR races. So do I have permission to take the other thirteen off? No. No. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I'll be i su- I'll be submitting my receipts then. Yeah, that's that's fine.
2: Just
0: wait, what'd you say? You said both Oh, Iowa. I didn't know what yeah. you meant by IR.
2: <laughs> wait, if everybody has to go to Laguna for your birthday, everybody has to go to Detroit for my birthday, which does not seem fair in that is not fair at all. It's All right, well, then
3: we're doing instance. the drunk episode on, on my birthday, and we're celebrating Lighting's birthday with New Year's, and I don't know when Frenchie's is birthday that, is. Is
0: that, is your birthday Road America? Frenchie? Mickey.
3: No. <laughs> Poor Frenchie.
0: <laughs> you said Frenchie's That's name. All. You said when it's Frenchie's birthday, and I was like, oh, Frenchie. <laughs>
3: No, my birthday is the November twelfth, day after Veterans Day. So there's nothing it, someday sometimes there's a football game. Other than that, there's usually nothing going on.
2: Yeah. Indy lights, 14 races starting in St. Pete. Yay. There's looks like there's gonna be sixteen cars on the Indy Lights grid this year right now, if I'm Really? Yeah, we yeah. have one Even with, with Able Motorsports. Four Andretti, two exclusive, one force four HMD, two Yunkos and one with Antonio Saravali racing and TJ speed, which actually has a second one announced today in James Rowe. So that might be 17. Now, granted this is not Wikipedia. This is f- fandom.com slash wiki slash 2022 underscore indie underscore lights. So
0: <laughs>
2: thank you for that.
0: Well, let me go to the app and see.
2: <laughs> the app still has 2021 drivers oh, on it. Oh, that's unfortunate. Because I went to IndieLights.com earlier, and it is also not updated. No,
0: that's
3: not. So, yeah, that's are we just going to assume that the championship winner is going to come from the... Look, look at that lineup. I tweeted that like a month ago. Stingray Robb, Hunter McElray, Christian Rasmussen, and recently confirmed, but kind of already known, Matthew Brabham.
0: Do that. Hands ready. Oh my is god, dact.
3: <laughs> That's one of the best teams that I could think of in recent memory.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun to watch.
3: Because, like, cause you know, we just had herda Award, but then you had Kellett with them, and it's like, oh, jeez. Aw. Not going to apologize for that at all. But, yeah, that might be one of the best teams I've ever seen on paper for an Indy Lights team, especially yeah. for teams that have more than two cars.
2: And because I don't remember, if I've mentioned it. We are partnering with HMD again, both at the indie Lights level and the IndyCar level. Let's go. So hopefully shameless everybody, plug, David Malukas. Yes. Hopefully everybody listened to me chat with him earlier this week. That was a lot of fun to record. The man bought a podcast mic so he could sound better when he's doing interviews from home. How Aww. heartwarming is that?
0: God, I love him. He might he might be my favorite rookie.
2: I think I could agree with that. I mean, I might be biased because like we've talked to him. A I mean
0: a hundred percent biased, but like
2: <laughs> I thought you were, I thought
3: you were a big lung guard guy. Rent free.
0: <laughs> rent <Rant>
3: free. <laughs> now it's like double rent free on me.
0: <laughs> uh, now you just know it and you can't stop. Yeah.
3: Did uh did Davis do a shameless uh, stream Evergreen plug?
2: Do you have a you have a good one handy or no?
0: We didn't talk about how Toronto is going to be the only race that is streaming on Peacock exclusively.
2: Stream Evergreen. <laughs> well Nailed done. It. Is that is that it? You're there. That's the only plug they get this week. Is just the name.
3: <laughs> uh, you can find them at Stream Evergreen on Twitter
2: evergreenpodcast.com for for the rest
3: yep that's the one Hey, right, my job is to make myself look like an ass not to be the savvy businessman here
0: yep but for reals i just saw on twitter that um canada <laughs> doesn't get peacock so that feels weird <laughs> and hopefully like you guys said sportsnet but like it still feels weird that yeah, I don't. One. Yeah,
3: the 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 world of TV is very convoluted and yeah. confuses the shit out of me. So yeah,
0: I don't. Know I, I'm
3: assuming it. Sportsnet will pick it up again. Maybe I don't know. I just hope we get a to Toronto. I mean, it's been two years. So
0: I've never been to Toronto. So I have to. I miss it.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna start reminding you weekly.
0: I know. I'll apply for it this week.
2: Why do, or why else? do passports
3: expire every 10 years? Cause like I saw mine, but it has like my dorky, like sophomore year of college photo on it where I look I like, feel like I'm not
0: cool enough to need my passport for more than once every 10 years. So like they should literally not expire that soon.
3: But yeah, I look so much more different. I would, if I was like going through customs, I would like pull me aside and be like this, this is a forgery.
0: Same. Because mine is from 2010. And that is a very long time ago. <laughs> They'd be like, ma'am, this isn't you. <laughs> so I'd never make it to Toronto.
2: That would be unfortunate. It would be. I love Toronto. I miss miss going there. And now it's time for Pit Lane Parlay's Pitfalls of the Week.
3: A... Um, Man who called in as Austin in Nevada uh, called into Dave Moody's show on January 5th and spouted some utter nonsense in a terrible accent. And turns out that was Jason Jacoby, who, if you haven't uh, seen, did you see that? Oh, if yeah. You haven't seen I some of, if you haven't seen some of his recent YouTube videos, I wouldn't. Don't because uh, scientists say you only have a certain amount of brain cells to get you through one lifetime, and I think it might go down in half if you watched 60 seconds of his YouTube video. Uh, I'm not sure the antiquated evidence on that, but I'm going to go ahead and assume it's correct uh, with statistical backing and whatnot, so just believe me and take my word for that. Uh, It is some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, He has some of the worst takes I've ever seen in my entire life, some of which are blatantly racist, and you get the one commenter in the YouTube section like these people just don't understand. He's being funny. It's like there's nothing funny about anything that he is saying here.
0: Like you or, know he has restraining orders against him.
3: Yeah, uh, there's a lot that I've read about him from Darren Gilliam and.
0: Yeah, he yeah he's got restraining orders against him.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be messed up or messing around with that. That doesn't sound very fun because like that just doesn't that seems like taxing and not fun and all that stuff. What gilliam is having to put up with that bullshit so it's a next level scumbag move to pose as somebody because i believe austin in nevada is actually like a person that's not just some name plucked out of thin air like that was a real person that like is in the racing community that posts content or whatever that he kind of just took over and whatnot and i was like that's a next level scumbag move and Internet never forgets. I mean, someone figured that out within 15 seconds of him talking. Like, oh, that's just Jason Jacoby. Doubt you're listening. Don't want you to listen. But that is my pitfall for the week.
0: All right. My pitfall. (laughs) And I think they deleted it. But my pitfall was with Georgia football's team using a stock car in their very first Twitter post uh, linking the national championship to Indianapolis. And then they used a stock car. And then they were like... If you don't understand why we're using this, then this isn't for you. And it's like, bro, you clearly don't understand where you're going. Because I get it. Briscoe drove, went to Georgia, drives a stock car. Doesn't matter to us here in Indiana. You use IndyCars. If you're going to relate Indianapolis to sports and to racing, it's IndyCar. So then, all Monday, anytime they did something, it was all the Pagoda, IndyCars, the Borg Warner not a stock car in sight
3: like if clemson and the university of north carolina had a big game that was in charlotte it would be like graphics using an IndyCar car instead of an nascar like, right. that's really stupid
0: it's really like i wouldn't not. expect them to use an
3: indy car if it was in alabama i wouldn't expect them to use an indy car
0: but like the bro that made this i assume it's a bro because he came at me and he was like you really don't <laughs> understand why this is why we did this wait so the I'm guy like, who like, made it did it yeah. Oh,
3: geez. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Georgia football. The bro. <laughs> I'm sure it was. The The actual count said that. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm done with you.
2: Yep. Yikes. Well, mine, I, I found this last minute. Well, I mean, I found it last week, but I'm pulling this up last minute is former australia supercars the series down from the main supercar series and australian online adult entertainer renee garcia is considering coming to nascar stateside and say what you want about her you you know i'm not talking about her career choices or anything just the level of disgust in the comments that are like a woman can't race or like other disgusting comments like Can we please get past that?
0: I feel like this is uh, um, part of the problem is that headline. Like they set that up for everybody to give her so much hate. And that wasn't fair either. Like don't set that up for failure. And that's exactly what they did because people wouldn't have known that people would not have said that if they didn't know her or were a fan.
2: (laughs) I think (laughs) I, We do know one, man. <laughs> we do know one. We're not going to add his name man. on the show here. <laughs> we know we know one, but the, I don't know if it got edited or if, if it's just been on multiple websites, but motorsport.com has Renee, Garcia cons- uh, sorry, Renee Gracie considering U.S. racing options, including NASCAR. But the byline below that is where it says adult. So yeah, it's, it's not good. I see your point there. I didn't honestly even think about that. I just unfortunately read all the comments.
0: I'm not saying the comments would have been any better because still right, right, bros. But they didn't set – I mean, I would venture to say most people wouldn't know one way or the other on her extracurricular activities and wouldn't have thought that they could come there and say those things because they just think because of her former industry that it's okay to talk like that and it's complete and utter bullsh**. Sorry for the cussing.
2: It's cool. <laughs> I think the main, the main theme in the pitfalls is we are pitfalling bros. I
0: think oh, that's, pitfalling <laughs> bros today.
2: <laughs> bros, you've had a bad week. Okay. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Next week is IndyCar content week on Monday and Tuesday. So Shannon and I will be, yeah, I know it's next week, recording a bunch of interviews and I don't know, whatever else we can do. So that will take place of the standard IndyCar episode. Uh, yeah, that's it's about all I got. So everybody have a lovely weekend of racing.
1: Bye.
0: Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air?
1: For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning.